from the depths of Markham, Ontario. We are back, baby. What's up, my brother? What's good, bro? Yo, man, I feel like I haven't seen you in such a long time. Who are we? Like, <laughs> what are we doing, man? Like, just a couple of guys sitting on the couch again. What are we called? Do we have a name? No idea. I think we called ourselves the Wise Guys or something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah. Anyways, where have you been, man? I haven't seen you in such a long time. Yeah, it's it's actually been a while. Yeah. Uh, you know, for, for our faithful audience that's tuning in once again, um, we actually don't see each other a lot anymore. Yeah, it's. Uh, I was getting spoiled with seeing this guy almost weekly uh, during the depths and the peak <laughs> of the pandemic. Now that shit opened up, this guy abandoned me completely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. A man's got to do what a man's got to do, you know? I'm, uh, I'm I'm surprised I haven't, like, died in my basement at home. Right. You know, being cooped up for all that time. And I think with the weather being nicer and uh, restrictions going down a little bit, you know, there's just been an opportunity to see a little bit more of the world. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I know you've done some traveling, too. Yeah, yeah. I see, I see both of us have been traveling. So. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, April, actually, when we... After we had put out the last podcast episode, mm-hmm. I believe. It's been that long. Eh? It's been that long. Yeah. yeah, literally. I don't even remember. I don't yeah. even remember when we last put it up. But <laughs> it must have been years ago. ago. Three years ago. Five yeah. years ago. 20 years ago. It might have been that. Um, I actually went to Thunder Bay. So Michelle and I did a little road trip from Toronto to Thunder Bay at the peak of the second wave. Because we were initially supposed to go to BC. We ended up going to BC later on, but I'll touch on that later. Yeah. But we, we had vacation days saved up. And we said, you know what, it's either we sit at home, do nothing, or we actually do what we feel like is safe at that time. Yeah. So we drove from Markham all the way to Thunder Bay, stopped along the way. And honestly, it's been, it was a great trip. Like, uh, I feel like Michelle and I had such a good team sort of building, team chemistry, um, just conquering such a long drive. It was like, yeah, it was like 4,000 kilometers in like eight days that we did. Wow. Yeah, it was crazy. So, yeah, just seeing a lot of waterfalls. We car camped. We tried some new food. Went, yeah. like, northern lights hunting. Uh, went hiking. Like, did, like, a 25-kilometer hike at Sleeping Giant. It was amazing. Like, it's uh, it was such a great trip. Otherwise, wouldn't have done it if it wasn't for the pandemic. So, that's one thing I'm thankful for mm-hmm. uh, with this whole pandemic setting. Yeah, yeah. And then at that time, you're thinking, you know, I haven't seen anything. Yeah. So, any waterfall that you're seeing, any like wild moose or bear or something that you might have seen on the road. It's like, this is the greatest thing I've seen all year. Yeah, it, it was honestly like, you know, you don't travel for like, at least for me, I like to travel two, three times a year. Yeah. I don't travel for two years. Yeah. So any form of travel was such an amazing experience for me. So it was very refreshing for me just to get out and try something different. Um, like I said, car camped and hiked and do whatever and just in my own backyard right i didn't even have to leave the province and you realize that there's actually a lot to see in ontario Mm -hmm. but it's such a not known entity because people focus on going to like bc or like yeah you want to go further japan yeah yeah etc etc but sometimes your own backyard could have amazing things to see as well yeah 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 and then to that point uh, you and I, as as well as another friend of ours, Maitana, uh, ended up going to Quebec and exploring a little bit of Canada right. as well. And what that was, was that? 
When was that? Yeah. When was uh, this? That was Canada Day weekend, I wow. think. Like early July. Yeah. It feels like such a long time ago. Yeah. 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 It was amazing, honestly. It was a great trip also. Yeah. Yeah. Just a lot, I think, similar to you, right? Where it's like you see kind of things that you take for granted kind of in your own backyard. You don't really think too much of it. But when you're just robbed from all these other opportunities to travel internationally, right. then you see all these things in Quebec and it's just like, I mean, yeah, we did some beautiful hikes with mountains and you know, some beautiful water features and uh, <laughs> things like that. And it's just like, wow, like you realize Canada is quite beautiful too. And, yeah. But you're not necessarily thinking, okay, I'm going to go travel. Like, where's like the number one destination that I want to go to? You're not thinking like Northern Quebec. Yeah. Right. But that's what we did. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, I think one of my favorite hikes of all time that I've done is actually in Quebec when we went. Mm-hmm. Like that, uh, I believe second day, third day. Yeah, when we went to. I don't even remember what it, what it was called. I just I just remember dying. Yeah, yeah, it I was, was so out of shape. Yeah, it's uh, you 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 don't realize that there are actually mountains in northern Quebec. Yeah, and we actually hiked one that day. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah, that was such a fun experience because a there wasn't anybody on the trails. Right, and when we get up, there was a few people up there, but it, for me, it was the peace of just hiking with nobody on the trails. Yeah. And then you're, I feel like I was just more connected to nature at that point. Mm-hmm. And then obviously the company. Yeah. Shout out my Tana. Shout out my Tana. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're killing it out there in, yeah. in Watford. In Wat- Watford, mate. Yeah. Watford. <laughs> Sweet niblets. <laughs> <laughs> so bada bing, bada boom, you know, first time meeting my Tana. Now we're best friends. Yeah. I believe we have a streak on Snapchat that she keeps ending. So. Well. Yes. That's terrible. I blame my tenant completely. But, you know, at least you're not on the mailing list about how her children are doing this and that. Because, you know, I get spammed twice a week and I'm just like, hey, you, you got to do what you got to do, you know? Oh, I, I get spammed with those. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I'm at work when she sends them, so right. I don't get a chance to respond. Yeah. So she thinks that I don't care or something, probably. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I just leave her on red. <laughs> <laughs> we are from my tenant, but we're still friends, you know? Yeah, somehow, somehow, some way. Somehow, someway, we're still friends. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was a great trip. One of those trips that for us where it's like, you know, it's been a long time since me and you traveled together mm-hmm. too. Yeah. So we wanted to do something and it turns out that we had a friend in Quebec. Yeah. That's uh, also wanted to, to go. So yeah. it was well worth it that the three of us were able to do this. Yeah. Yeah. Picked her up on the way, yeah. on, on the drive out, yeah. to, out to there. And yeah, I mean, I, I had met her in Spain a couple of years ago. Obviously, she's an awesome person, but we never actually in the months that we were living there, never really actually traveled together. And so to your point, it was an opportunity for you and I to finally travel and, you know, just get to experience things outside of the city together again, but also really an opportunity for me to travel and get to know her for the first time. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Uh, And feeling, you know, to your point, as much as you, you know, we might joke about it's like, yeah, I think we're all a lot closer now. Right. Because of that. And that's the effect that traveling can have if you're, in a good place with a good company and the good mind and the right mindset. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, for me, w- one of the things that I was very, very grateful for going on that trip is actually one of the things that you guys probably don't think of is you guys teaching me how to play Cambio. Oh yeah. Dude. Like I've transferred that knowledge of playing <laughs> Cambio yeah. to so many people now Yeah, that I tell the story all the time, how you guys were taught in Spain when you guys did your exchange. Yeah. And now you guys transferred it to me in Quebec. Yeah. I've transferred it to people here in Ontario. And yeah. then when we went to BC, I taught the, the people that I went with right. how to play Cambio. So it went, literally went from Spain all the way to BC. Oh yeah. It has, it has roots stretching 
ev- everywhere in the world, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah. It's honestly the best card game I've ever played. Same. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's so fun and so technical yeah. that I love it. Yeah. Yeah. But And there, there's like an element of luck and yeah. an element of speed. And then, you know, when we were playing in Spain, like half the time we were drinking too. Right. So like that's like an extra right. like X factor too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out Cambio. Yeah. Yeah, what a game. Yeah, we yeah, should play a... after this. Yeah, let's let's go. <laughs> Me and Michelle, let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, she knows how to play now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah might as well. She <laughs> loves that game too. Yeah, it's yeah. Sick. She tells me all the time, let's play Cambio, even if it's the two of us. <laughs> what we're gonna do is the two of us. I know. It's like, yo, there's only so many times I can beat you. <laughs> <laughs> we played on the flight to BC. On the flight, Michelle and I. Oh, nice. Yeah, because we both couldn't sleep. Yeah. So we. We played Cambio on the flight, and we made it like a like a get to know me game. Yeah, it's a loser has to ask a question, or a loser has to answer. A oh, question. nice! Yeah, I like that. So it was fun. Like same same as when we went played with the other guys in BC. Yeah, we made it like a get to know me game. So the loser or the winner gets to ask a question, a truth or dare question. Yeah, the loser has to answer it. Yeah, yeah. So it could be the most insane question about your history or your parents' history. Doesn't matter. Yeah. You have to answer the question if you lose Cambio. How was uh how was BC by the way? Oh amazing actually. So remember I was telling you guys that initially we wanted to go to BC in April. Yeah. But the day we were supposed to leave, like a few days prior, they had locked us down again for the sec- for the second wave. It was This was back in April, you were saying. Late April. Yeah. So I remember like, we were making the call, hey, should we still go to BC or not? And we're like, we just made the uh the decision, hey, let's postpone BC again. Yeah. So we were supposed to go earlier also. So we we got the group together. So I went with uh, Jonas, Andy, Nick, as you know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We ended up going to BC. Yeah. Um, it was such a great time, honestly. It was... I've always personally wanted to go to BC. Yeah. Um, oh, was that your first time? First time in BC. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Actually, first my first time in BC. Yeah. Yeah. So I've heard amazing things about Vancouver, the city. Yeah, of course. Um, and I know that you can go, you can take a ferry to the island, and then you can go surfing. Yeah. And then a couple hours north, you can go hiking. So that ideology for me that you can go hiking literally the same day as you can go surfing mm-hmm. is just insane to me. It's mm-hmm. mind-boggling, right? Mm-hmm. You know, fortunately, this time I was able to find a, a, a really, really good group to go with. Yeah. Um, like, we literally had no issues. Um, I got, I'd say, close to all, all of them yeah. throughout this trip. And, yeah. Uh, we, I think we all worked very well together. It was, uh, it was just a good time, honestly. It's, uh, we had so many, we have so many inside jokes now coming out of this, yeah. this trip. Oh, and, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. And we saw everything we wanted to see. And then to this day, we still have keep this group chat. We talk about it, just all the hiking we've done, um, the surfing we've done, and like trying different food and playing cambio, and then just driving around, listening to music and stuff like that. It's uh, definitely memories for me that I'll cherish uh, moving forward. Yeah, yeah. What was uh, your favorite part of that trip? Surfing, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, like it was funny because the week prior, I had got, we went to Grand Bend with like Michelle and her family. And Grand Bend is, that's a beach here in Ontario. Yeah, beach yeah. here in Ontario. Yeah. And I tried body surfing for the first time. Yeah. Because we saw people, these Mexican guys, they're doing it. Yeah. So me it's and It's tough, my, no? It, it's, it's, uh, it's not easy because you got to time it right. Yeah. So like, but like, there's nothing like just swimming while the wave is carrying you. Right. Literally, you torpedo into the shore. Yeah, yeah. So like, me and like, Michelle's sister's boyfriend did it. And yeah. we had such a great time. So yeah. I was like, you know what? I'm looking forward to surfing and to actually surfing. Mm-hmm. And it's harder than 
what YouTube makes it seem like. Oh, I know. Yeah. Well, yeah. These guys surfing like 400 foot waves and shit. Yeah. Like, I'm like, dude, like. Oh, it is in the movies. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, you know what, man? Let's, uh, I, I want to try that. Yeah. I couldn't even get to 10 feet. Yeah. 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 Like it was hard, but it was such a great experience because it's like, it, you're literally just with the board and the ocean. Yeah. And then you can go, you get carried by the waves. If you fall in the water, it doesn't hurt get back up you go again yeah you know it's for me it's just being in the water just completely doing it it was such a great time and finally when you're able to like do something with the with the surfboard i'm like it's it's such a big kind of accomplishment yeah 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 so i think we all had a great time going surfing at tofino i remember i've only surfed once as well and it was in bali when mm-hmm. i was on exchange and it was like a similar thing like you're really at the mercy of just the water right and the current, right? Pretty much nothing is in your control. Right. You're just kind of going. Right. You know? So it's like when you hit, when you get up on that board and you like ride that first wave. Yeah. You're just like, wow, this is so rewarding. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you realize the effort and so much, so all the variables that are in play. Yeah. For you to be able to get up on there successfully. Yeah. And just to like catch it. And yeah. It's just like, holy shit. Yeah. I did it. Yeah. Were you able to stand and surf a bit? For like maybe three seconds. Yeah. And then I just, I just caved yeah, right yeah. after that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me too. It was, it's so tough. Yeah. 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 Jonas was pretty good, actually. Yeah, like, he was telling me, like, I don't know if it's real or not. So, Jonas, you can let the <laughs> podcast know. Yeah. But the guy was learning how to maneuver. So, he was in that level now. Okay. So, like, like kind of steering left and right. Yeah. The guy was in that steering level now. Unlike after an hour lessons, I was like, wow, I was quite impressed. And that was also his first time? It was his first time, I believe. Yeah, yeah. He had gone surfing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I was like, I was just trying my best to stay up. <laughs> and I'm falling a few times. The guy was already steering. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was also his favorite uh, part of the trip, uh, going surfing. I, I think he would love to go back. Yeah. Yeah. These guys were all nurses, right? So they were all in Tofino wondering where the hospital is because they might apply there to work stuff like that yeah yeah they everyone fell in love with the city tofino it was a great time try to find a, a hospital right on the beach yeah that you know you can why pop not? in and pop out of work why not right after that just go hit the waves right yeah yeah we, we like there was a taco truck like right beside or close by where we were going surfing yeah and then we were talking to the lady that worked there yeah um she was like previously an accountant that worked nine to five and stuff but she quit and then now she's working semi full-time part-time at the taco truck yeah and she said yeah it was so worth it like the people are great stuff like that you know like for me i'm like second career you never know (laughs) yeah so one other thing that happened while we were gone uh is my boy messi left barcelona right to go to psg yeah so yeah you know so it's small piece of news yeah yeah I'm still very, very upset over that. Yeah. Because if you know now, Barcelona's absolute shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, these guys got 3 0 two times in the Champions League. Yeah. I was like, I'm like, dude, like the effect Messi had on the team is amazing. Yeah. So I know you're like, you're not really the biggest, biggest Messi fan, but Sasha, our mutual friend, is like a big Messi fan. You guys ended up going to Barcelona Museum. How was that experience? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, we just got back a couple weeks ago, but me and my good buddy Sasha, who by the time this podcast is released, this episode is released, he'll be kicking it in uh, New York City uh, at his new place with this massive-ass terrace. Uh, so can't wait to drop by and see it, man. But uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, 
actually we, we went to watch Paris Saint Germain, which is Messi's new team. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. We went to two games, so that one at the beginning of the trip yeah. in Paris. Yeah. Unfortunately, the guy was coming back from international break, and you know he's up there in his career, so he didn't play that game. Oh, he didn't play that. No, game? not he didn't play in the Paris game. Oh, yeah, uh, oh, and a bunch of other guys like Di Maria also didn't play. Neymar didn't play. Um, but it was, you know, still nice to be there, obviously. And then at the end of the trip, we went to Barcelona and then we watched Barcelona Messi's old team. Um, and you know, for me, one of the things that I, one of the hobbies that I picked up over the pandemic was, was soccer or football, you know, just watching it, understanding the technique, playing it, you know, playing a lot of FIFA, watching a lot of games. Um, but never having gone to an actual game in person. Um, and as a sports fan, it's like something you got to do, you know? So we actually planned this trip and had these two games as the bookends of the trip. Like I said, Paris at the beginning, Barcelona at the end. And um, the first game with Paris, 4-0, they won. Uh, Mbappe scored a goal. Everyone went crazy. A goal and an assist, I think. My boy. Um, yeah, and it was just it was just such a wild experience, man, I think, for a couple of reasons. Like, people out in Europe see football really like a religion, Yeah. you know? They just value it on a different level. Not that we don't have crazy sports fans here, but it's just on another level there. For sure. Um, and 50,000 people in the stadium, too. Yeah. Absolutely packed. So, you know, I had to kind of tell my COVID uh, self to kind of, you know, relax. Don't worry. Everybody here has a negative test. Yeah. So don't get too anxious about it. But just to be in that atmosphere, man. Yeah. Everybody cheering from the first minute to the last minute. Yeah. Like, like nothing I've ever seen before, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like I actually saw Messi in Barcelona. Yeah, in 2017. Very fortunate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and apologize to the listeners. I said Barcelona earlier. I'm still, I'm still hungover, or I'm still butthurt about Messi leaving Barcelona and him crying on stage or whatever. So for me, Messi will always be FC Barcelona. Right. There's nobody. Yeah, I think a lot of people think that way. Yeah. I cannot. I can't even watch PSG games. Knowing that Messi plays for that team, yeah. and knowing how bad FC Barcelona is, yeah, yeah. But 2017, I also saw FC Barcelona, and I, th- I think at that time they were still competing for La Liga. So even though it was like late in the season, everybody played. Like they still had Neymar. Yeah. Like Neymar scored two goals. Messi scored one goal. Yeah. Suarez scored like one or two. Yeah. But just being, I agree with you. Being in that atmosphere, it's uh, second to none. Yeah. Like, Raptors games, Jays games, Leaf games, they can't even compare it to the atmosphere you feel when you're in, like, a hardcore, yeah, like, soccer arena or yeah. football arena. Yeah, and, like, speaking of hardcore, so, you know, I talked about the Paris game, and then the Barcelona game was right at the end of the trip, and that game ended up 1-1, ended in a draw, but Barcelona didn't score until literally, like, the 92nd minute or something. Yeah. So they were down 1-0 yeah. basically the whole game. Uh and bro, like you know my love for Spain, my attempt to understand the Spanish language, and you know, all I was hearing were just versions of swear words and things throughout like that throughout the entire game. Yeah. And I've never been that was eye opening for me too, because Paris was more just like the electricity and the energy of the crowd and seeing how people just, you know, loved football. The second one was like the other side of that love and how that love can turn into like hatred for sure if your team isn't performing oh yeah so yeah just just hearing people so hostile and so angry with their team and it's like yo this is the team that you love this is the team that you support and it turns into just like this this burning passion of like anger and rage if like they're not performing at the level that you want right um 
and having that throughout the entire game. And then right at the end, when uh, Araujo or something, like yeah. one of the central defenders, yeah. he ends up scoring the goal and just seeing how the crowd flipped and like everyone was going crazy. Now, Barcelona Stadium is 100,000, but because of COVID, they were only at like 35, 40,000. Yeah. But man, it felt like it felt like it was full. Yeah. The way that people were cheering and going crazy and stuff. So just to be a part of that too, man, was just unbelievable. Wow. What was your uh, what was your overall you guys you guys ended up going where? France and then Spain and then France Portugal? France and then Portugal and then Spain. What was your yeah. favorite part? Yeah, so I mean, you know, the football games got to be up there for sure. Um, I'm, I'm also, I mean, I've probably said it on the pod before, I'm a big fan of driving. Yeah. So just being able to rent a car in Portugal and then do that entire drive five, six days from north to south. Right. Um, so, you know, it was just it was just beautiful, the country there. Yeah. Um, and then driving into Porto. Porto was probably... Probably my favorite new city. I mean, yeah. going back to Barca, I fell in love with it immediately. Yeah. But Porto was just beautiful too for the yeah. first time seeing it. Yeah. You know, that big bridge that connects the two cities mm. with the with the river running mm. through it. And, uh, you know, the port wine and, and how nice the people are there. And we, we met some great people at the hostel too and had some really fun nights as well. So, yeah, yeah Porto Porto was just, uh, was just great. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys go to my favorite city, Faro, Portugal? Oh yeah, we went to Faro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What's what's at Faro for you, man? Nothing, man. It's literally just the airport. Uh, it's absolutely nothing. <laughs> I remember when I went to Faro, man. I literally, I was looking at the guys that I was. I'm like, where are we? Yeah. We went on a Sunday too, where everything's closed. Yeah. It's like a hardcore Catholic um, city. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Everything's closed. Even yeah. the church is closed. Yeah. So, but the one cool part about the Faro that I saw was we went on this Formosa boat tour. Mm-hmm where we ended up in an island that Cristiano Ronaldo owns. Yeah. And we met the one guy that didn't leave the island after Ronaldo bought it. And I guess Ronaldo was just like, you know what, screw it. We're going to keep this guy in the island. So we were talking about... It's like the mascot of the island. Yeah, he was yelling. (laughs) I don't even know Portuguese. The guy was just swearing like hell about Cristiano. We were asking me, how is Cristiano Ronaldo? He's like swearing, cussing up a storm about this guy. He hates the guy so much for buying... His home, basically. Yeah. And he never he never left him and this one dog. <laughs> Crazy, right? Is the guy still there? Probably. Yeah. If like if he's still there by then, I think he'll still be there by now unless they evicted him completely. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's just it's such a different lifestyle that every time I go back to Europe, I just I just want more of it. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just so different from what we have here. Yeah. Yeah. Europe's amazing because. Dude, like, it's crazy how you can literally go from one country just by taking a, a train ride or a bus ride. Yeah. And you cross the border and everything's good. Like, yeah. It, it's so easy. And that's the thing where, you know, we were staying at hostels basically yeah. everywhere that we went. And just meeting, I mean, we met, like, hella Germans for some reason. There's yeah. a ton of Germans in Portugal and in France and Spain for yeah. some reason. But I guess it's because, to your point, everything is just so close. Right. So, hey, like, you know, I have two weeks off. You know, I, we met a couple people that they're there you know, in between for their summer break. So they have like three, four months off. Yeah. So what do you do? You know, you're three, four months off in Germany, Yeah. you know, up in Northern Germany where it's cold, you know, I'll take a couple of trains, I'll take a flight or something and I'll go to Portugal, yeah. you know, or I'll go to Spain Yeah. and then just boom, you know, a little bada bing, bada boom, you're right there, right. you know? Exactly. Um, and it's like, it's so great that they have that luxury because I think young people are just more naturally well-traveled at that point. Because yeah. here it's like, hey, 
if you have the time and the resources to go somewhere, you're at that age, at a young age, you're either going to the U.S. or like going to Mexico for like a resort, you know. Yeah. And there's not much else. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there, you, you got options. Yeah. Yeah. Funny you say that because when we were hiking in BC, we met a girl. She's like 18 years old. Her name's Charlotte. She's from Belgium. Oh, there you go. And she went all the way for like her grad trip, high school grad trip. She came all the way to Vancouver, BC from wherever she is in Belgium. Yeah. She was hiking in the same trail we were in. Solo traveler. Wow. 18 years old. Yeah. So just, dude, like, I'm like, I can't even, I don't even know what I was doing at 18 years yeah, old. Yeah, legit. Yeah. Yet alone, this girl is like traveling the world. Yeah. At 18 years old. So it's pretty cool to meet someone like that. And it encourages me for a lot of the younger generation to, to get out and see the world early on, right? While you still have a lot more time and a lot more physical um, capabilities to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty cool. Like traveling is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Where's your next, uh, you feel like your next, with things opening up now, where's your next uh, travel destination you feel? Well, we were supposed to go to Peru a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, well, that was just last year. Last, uh, 2020, yeah. Yeah. So I still feel like I, uh, I still feel like that country owes me. Right. You know? Right. Well, so, they owe us the, the train. Yeah, the maybe, train yeah, tickets. quite literally, they yeah. owe us something. Yeah. Yeah. You have a voucher with them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, also because I haven't been to South America, right. I just love to check that off the list, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so South America for you. Yeah, right? I yeah. think so. Yeah, nice. like like Peru, maybe like Chile or something. Chile. I know Colombia is beautiful too. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that that part of town. Yeah, Where, where's Argentina in the list? Oh, it's you know it's there. Shout out Maitena. Shout out Sasha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Peru Peru's up there for me too. It's uh, I I'd love to I'd love to go within the next few, two years. I'd say yeah. To just to get it off the list but i know asia is up on the list i mean i know asia's not a country but i know asia some of the countries in asia are up on the list for you too yeah uh but i feel like asia i can always go there mm -hmm. um it's i feel like it's less physical effort at least for the things i want to see yeah so i want to get the perus out of the way and like uh, norway's up on my list yeah like norway's up on my list to do a road trip there um so yeah you never know, like next year it could be in the plants. Like Ireland's also up in my list. Yeah. So these uh, these countries that are like uh, you don't really hear a lot of, like they're they're the countries I wanna I wanna visit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, at the end of the day, for both of us to have done the traveling that we've done together and separately, right. you realize number one, that's still a big part of your personality. Right. That I still love to do this. And number two, it's like even though the pandemic has like screwed us all some way or another, right. there's still so much of the world to see and for it's sure. like waiting to be seen, yeah. you know? So for me, it's just kind of unlocked that even more. And I'm like, I can't wait to go on my next trip. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Even coming back from BC, like we have this group chat with the group of yeah, yeah. messaging each other, how depressed we are going to bro. Going seriously, to man. Yeah. Like thinking about your next travel destination. Because you realize, I'm like, the one thing about traveling that I really like is that you tr you go away for a certain amount of time, then you come back and you realize everything's the same, Yeah. but you're different. Yeah. Right? You've seen a lot of things. For sure. That many people haven't seen. So from a relatability standpoint, they can't relate to you, but you relate more to them because you've seen another side or another perspective. So for me, it's like going back to work, everyone's the same. Everyone's miserable. Everyone hates their life. Yeah. Then I'm like, I'm like I just came back from an amazing trip. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I can't even be bothered with. Yeah. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. yeah. With a lot of the shit you're going through. Yeah. So, so I'm like, I'm like, I can't wait for that. It's like a, it's like a high you're coming off of, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Anyways, 
I saw this sort of game from one of my favorite podcasters, All the Smoke. Uh, shout out Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson, if you guys are listening. Yeah. Former NBA former players. Former NBAers, yeah. Former NBA champions. So basically what they do in the end of their podcast they, is they do like heavy hitters. So they ask these random questions and then they just answer it. So to themselves or to their guests, et cetera, uh-huh. et cetera. Right, right. So I kind of want to start that with you. I've come up with these questions that I feel like I don't know about you. Okay. Um, so I'm going to start it off. It's juicy. Juicy. I mean, okay. yeah, we can call this juicy. <laughs> we can call this juicy, but I'd say it's still PG. You know, it's still up there. Okay. Um, my first Modern question juice. for you is what would you trade, for example, more intelligence for looks or more looks for intelligence? In this current in this current stage or current scenario you're in, you know, yeah, like me right now, you based right on now. how I currently look, right, and based on how I currently think, right. Would you trade more of your looks for more knowledge and intelligence, or would you like to get more intelligence for 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 your looks? And and intelligence is like, it can be like stuff that you can study out of school, but it's also like street smarts and like. Emotional intelligence, like it includes all of that, right? It includes everything. Okay. Like every every form of intelligence that you seek in your life. Okay. So so how would I how would I quantify that? Like by percentage? Like I trade, like how, like you know how do I how do I make that trade? Well, I mean, let's say let's say if it takes you two years to learn like a new skill or a new kind of uh, ideology that you want to follow in your life, uh-huh. but then you would just trade like, for example, an inch of your height. Oh. Or like to just to okay. get that right away. Would okay. you do it at this current stage of your life? Okay. See, what I was gonna say was maybe I could like, yeah, exchange like maybe like a couple years off of my life or something. But then I discovered recently some white hair on my head. Mm. So I think kind of biology is already robbing me of that. Right. So I don't need to do any more trading. Right. You know what I mean? I don't know if I trade height because I'm already not that tall, but. I think I would definitely trade something to get like a little bit of a little bit more like emotional intelligence, you know, mm. like to, to really understand how I, I want to be able to like meet somebody for the first time and then just know exactly how they think. Right. Without ha- having to kind of suss it out and yeah. like ask them a million questions. Yeah, without you know? having to go fishing. Kind of like a superpower, mm. you know, mm. if I could get to that level and it's kind of like, you know, I just look at you and I can scan you and I know the exact person you are. I don't know how, how many inches of height I'd have to trade for that. I'd have to be like three feet tall maybe. Right. But, right. you know. I feel I feel you on that. Yeah. Yeah. You would too? I, I, I would do the same. Yeah. Like I would take like, you know, whatever, like whatever looks that I can give up. Yeah. For more emotional intelligence. I yeah. feel like I'd do it. Yeah. Just uh, know right away what you're feeling, what you're thinking in that current scenario. Yeah, be think, able to like express it too. Exactly. Yeah. Be able to connect with you on that level right away. Yeah. And rather than you spend like so much time trying to figure it out. Oh yeah. So I'm like, that's age you're losing too. By figuring yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. That's my, that's my first question. Okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, similar to you, I prepared a couple too. So yeah. Perfect. So so let me ask you one now. Sure. Uh, so, what superpower would you have? Um, you you get one and you get it for life, right? And then so answer that first, and there's also like a second part to that. Superpower. Any I've, superpower, yeah. Sure. I've been asked this question already actually before. Okay. And I feel like every single time I'm asked, it's different. Okay. So whoever's listening, if you ask me this question and answered answering differently, it's because I forgot what I said. But for me, it's being able to read minds. 
Okay. So it kind of ties into the previous yeah. question. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So explain it a little bit. Well, for why, me, why that over like super strength or super speed, for example? Well, I feel like because majority of the superpowers are all very like physical and mm-hmm. superficial, like being able to fly or yeah. like, like having, you know, Cyclops laser, like, you know, these laser beams, whatever. Yeah. Like for me, I, I feel like being able to read minds um, is, it's powerful because I feel like right away you'll be able to know or you'll be able to preempt a situation you're getting yourself into. Uh-huh. So for me, I like to, for me, I have a fear of not knowing. Mm. Like I have a fear of the unknown. Yeah. That's why I always like things planned. Yeah. I always like things. I always like to know things. Obviously I like surprises too. And I like surprising people. Yeah. But there's an element of knowing that I like to know. So if I control the surprise, I feel more comfortable. <laughs> that, that blew my mind a little bit. There's an element of knowing I'd like to know. I had to, I had to sit with that one for a second. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, you know what? We're getting deep here, guys. Yeah. We're getting deep here. Yeah. I need so, to get my scuba gear. Yeah. Let me, let me explain that a little bit. So, for me, if I get myself into a situation and I have to, I have no idea what's happening. Yeah. Like I get, that's actually one of my biggest anxieties. Mm. Yeah. I know that about you. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I like to know things ahead of time. Yeah. Whereas doing research or just talking to people. Yeah. Um, so I feel like if I'm able to read minds, um, I'm able to see, kind of see things people don't see. Yeah. And it's just a, like a little passion of mine to be able to understand people well. So I feel like it'll well with me but but let me ask you this though as a follow-up as the follow-up question is, is because you know if you have that that mindset right there's also an element of not knowing that makes you human sure and that makes you you know normal right so if you if you put the shoe on the other foot let's say you know everything yeah. there's also a curse to knowing too much or to knowing everything right would you agree or disagree i i agree yeah yeah i agree but for me at least i feel like the benefits of me knowing ahead of time yeah. will outweigh me not knowing because mm. sometimes I, I am just the type of person that always gets slapped in the face with a situation that I don't know about right. and it just pops up on me randomly right yeah. Yeah. so I like to I like to know things ahead of time yeah yeah. what about you what's the what superpower would you pick yeah flying <laughs> actually yeah yeah, yeah I'll go in a different direction yeah, yeah. yeah I think it would be sick you know saves time yeah I don't have to I mean I, I love planes now but I don't have to take planes right. you know you can go anywhere true yeah I can avoid traffic I don't yeah. have to drive true yeah you know you can be you can be Gene Gray I'll be what Magneto yeah our professor just professor levitate Isaiah. above everybody there, yeah. there you go yeah well, I'll use my cerebro to do that <laughs> There you go. All right. I got another one for you. What do you think you would do if you were invisible for a day? And like, let's keep it. Let's keep it PG. (laughs) You don't want to be snooping around it. No. I mean, granted, that wouldn't be my answer anyway. (laughs) Uh, That's a good question. Yeah. I'd I'd probably want to be in like some sort of top secret meeting. Yeah. Like... You know, maybe like go into like the Pentagon and listen to like you know yeah. they're planning the development of yeah. some nuclear or something. Yeah. Or you know, you go. You know, there's all these stupid ass COVID meetings and all these things that are happening. You know, to be behind the scenes and be a fly on the wall to hear what are people really saying. You know, yeah. Yeah. cursing out the residents of Ontario or something like that. You know, just yeah. like to have that like extra knowledge. Yeah. Or uh, you know, I don't know. Apple is like inventing some new technology. Or, you know, Facebook is coming up with some new algorithm to be kind of behind the scenes to know how that stuff works. Yeah. 
that's I think that's what I would do with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What about you? I think uh, similar for me, but more smaller scale. I was gonna say I'm like just to go into a meeting with like my managers at work, yeah. And then when they're talking about how much raise they're gonna give me, yeah. And they'll say, "Oh, this guy's rich already," or something like that. That's yeah. why I'm gonna give him this two point five percent. I'm like, two point five percent is not enough for a raise. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Then you raise your voice and they're like, "Who said that?" Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Twenty? Twenty percent? Six? Seven? Eight? <laughs> Yeah, just just to be like that, or when they're talking about my performance, oh, this guy, this guy's actually really good, or this guy sucks at his job. Yeah, let me hit him with this two point five percent. You know, like that's what I want to know. What's like I've never personally been in that level of uh, in my job where I can rate people's performance and give them raises. Yeah. So I wonder what people talk about yeah. these bigger corporations, even not just for me, but for other people as well. Yeah. Yeah. I have a, I have kind of another question that plays off of that. Okay. It's a little bit lighter. All right. If you could be any celebrity for one day, oh. who would you be? Any celebrity for one day? Yeah. You know, it's like a, a day in the life kind of thing. You want to see how they live. Like or maybe you have some burning question about, you know, do they put their left sock on before their true. right sock? Who are they dating? Yeah. You know, like what's their process in coming up with something, you know, something like that. I, I would like to be actually like, like an Elon Musk type. Okay. Okay. Be- because for me, I, I, I like to, I like to chase after, like, I, I feel like I chase after similar things as what he was chasing after when he was younger. Mm. But for me, I want to know if, if he was, now that he got there to where he, like, he was like a billionaire or whatever, yeah. Yeah. with like an empire. Yeah. How does, what does he do? Yeah. Like, how does he keep himself motivated? Like, when you reach like a mm. pinnacle, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you get up every morning going to a meeting where the lowest of the low of your corporation talks about all the breakdowns they're having at yeah. Tesla, for example. Yeah. Like, how do you like? And yet he still seems to come up with all this like, exactly. revolutionary yeah. shit. Yeah, because it seems to me when when I hear Elon Musk talk on like wherever like interviews, yeah. he seems to be very involved with the granular details. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So like, what does he do? Like, because I know like Josh worked at Tesla before, and yeah. he would tell me that he would actually go to the, do a plant tour. So I'm like, how is the basically the owner? the company have that sort of motivation to have to go down to the floor to yeah. talk to the people and see like what what motivate what motivates them yeah i mean i think the short answer is he has a, a cpu in his brain you know he's a he's a computer you, you never know man yeah he might have gotten transplant right? yeah you never know it's something would be a microchip yeah yeah interesting what about you uh, i think for me i could go a couple directions with this i think uh i'm watching a lot of seinfeld right now yeah and you know i think Jerry Seinfeld is a genius. Oh, so yeah. I think I'd like to get not into his body, but into Kevin Hart's body. Oh, because okay. he's, I, I think, arguably the most successful comedian right now. For sure. And he's also one of our short kings, you know? He's like, yeah. I don't know, 5'3 or some shit. Yeah. So, you know, I'd like to see just everything from, like, you know, how a comedian or someone that successful lives. Yeah. What their life is like. I think he's probably based in California or New York or something. So. Yeah. You know, how he gets mobbed by fans and stuff. How he lives his day-to-day. And then also, like, you know, how he finds clothes. Yeah. Because, like, you know, he's a small dude. Yeah. In, like, in America. Yeah. So, I'm sure it's hard. Yeah. Like, does he get everything custom? Because I'm sure he can afford it. Yeah. Well, shout out Short Kinks. You know, HDMH, you know, what did Marcus Stroman used to say? Yeah. The height doesn't measure the heart, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, that, that's interesting, actually. That's uh, Kevin Hart, like... I was just listening to a podcast where he was in, yeah. like, All the Smoke. Yeah, he yeah. talks about his upbringing a bit. Yeah. He doesn't really talk about 
like all the struggles he had to go through. Yeah. We talked a lot about the success he had to go yeah. through. But for me, like it's it would be very interesting for him. Because yeah, because you can imagine, right? Yeah. Like the height being a, exactly. like a factor. Also, like he's not Caucasian. Yeah. In the states, so that's also a big yeah. challenge like, as right? a comedian too, right? Yeah. Like you know, like, like the mental health issues yeah. and the struggles that they go through socially and personally. Yeah. 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 I have a lot of respect for Kevin Hart, even though I don't know him. Me too. Yeah. 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 And so I mean. It's, it's partially because I'm currently watching Seinfeld, but I'm just like, I feel like comedians are fascinating people. Yeah. 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 A lot of interesting stories, interesting life experience. So I'd love to see how he lives. Yeah. 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 He was telling something very interesting on All the Smoke is that when he was younger, he would he used to write jokes. Mm-hmm. Not like towards the end of his, like when he was still doing stand up, he would not write jokes anymore and use a lot of his day to day life and make a joke out yeah, of it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, he was saying that he discovered that new form of comedy. Yeah. Like, before he would come up with jokes, like, yeah. you know, knock, knock, blah, 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 all that bullshit, right? But, like, he was saying that he was talking one time with, like, a stand-up, like, his journey from the airport to the actual <laughs> stadium. Yeah. He was talking about all the damn traffic. People yeah. were laughing like crazy. I think that's so brilliant. Yeah. Like, you can literally make any circumstance, any situation in your life funny. Yeah. I feel like it's helps you not take yourself too seriously on, on moments where you're a little bit down, right? Yeah. And make just everything, you know, like laughter cures a lot of problems. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Kevin Hart. Yeah. Yeah. Love that guy. Yeah, so funny, man. A little bit of a lighter question for okay. you also. Yeah, go for it. Fashion trend from like years ago uh-huh. that you followed that you regret today. Okay. Uh, it was a mix of two things. It was, it was the emo... Oh, the, the like hair part clothing and like that, like the, with the costume and how you would dress plus like the baggy clothing. So I would wear a lot of black, like okay. just ton of black, black shoes, black pants, black jacket, black shirt, black everything. Then, you know, try to keep my hair a little bit longer, yeah. you know, yeah. like keep my, my face like far away from people. And then, but it would all be baggy. Yeah. So it's not like, you know, kind of the punk rock or emo people that dress that way now. It was like super baggy and I was much younger too so i didn't even know what was going on wow but i just followed because everyone was wearing black and i thought that was really cool right. and i thought it was all moody and emotional and mysterious and stuff so i was like i'm gonna do that too yeah so i you, just followed it but you regret it but i was just fucking weird <laughs> <laughs> you fucking regretted it when was this uh like you know like elementary okay yeah yeah, yeah you're thinking oh was it four, four or five years ago <laughs> Wow, now it makes sense. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking around. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool. yeah, I mean, long time ago. But I, I, you know, every now and then I'll be going through Facebook or you know yeah. photos or something, and I'm yeah. just like, wow, I used to dress like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who taught? Like nobody taught me this, yeah. you know? Yeah. So it's listening to a lot of like Green Day and yeah. Avril Lavigne, yeah, and Avril you know Lavigne. that'll do it to you, you know? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I thought I was a skater boy. Yeah, exactly. But she said later boy. Yeah, there you go. It's a. You know. <laughs> I don't know what to say about now. Yeah, just <laughs> drop the mic. <laughs> We're done here. Damn. <laughs> Damn, that might be... You, you got to put that in your next uh, mixtape, yeah, man. Put it on a poster. There you go. Yeah. Um, for me, it's uh, low writing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't know what you got me- You've mentioned this before. Yeah, did yeah. I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in high school, like, uh, played a lot of ball. It seems like <laughs> like a fashionable thing at that right, time. Yeah. People were wearing snapbacks yeah. backwards. Yeah. Like white, kind of the hip hop culture, yeah, right? Yeah. White tee. Yeah. Like no chains at that time. Yeah. 
people were trying to get into tattoos and stuff yeah. and then lowriding. Yeah. And then the piece about lowriding that makes me laugh now yeah. is that inside you need to be wearing basketball shorts. So that's like the new thing. It's not even your underwear. It's your basketball shorts. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm walking around the mall with these guys and I'm wearing like pants that are literally about to fall off my my body. Yeah. And I'm like... Because like, you don't have a belt on either. Even if you have a belt on, you put it very, very loose yeah. so that it's still low riding. Yeah. And like literally every five seconds, I have to pull it up. Yeah. I'm like, at what point of convenience, A, <laughs> did I find this okay? And B, from a fashionable sense, I thought I was hot shit. Yeah. I'm like, I thought I'd get all the ladies with this look. Yeah. Like, In, was, meanwhile, this guy's pants is just falling down. Yeah. yeah. Like, meanwhile, people are just saying, look at this fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so I regret it to this day because I'm like I wish I was never in that face so low riding is for me that's good yeah I like that that's yes. D- did you never low ride? Did no you, you played a lot of ball in high school I yeah, guess you, you didn't yeah. Grow, you know? no I mean I, I just wore the shorts and I just stopped there okay yeah yeah yeah. and then yeah. if I wanted to change it to pants I'd go yeah. to the change room yeah just put on pants yeah, yeah. I remember I asked one of the guy I used to play basketball with in high school, I'm like, hey, what's the purpose of the basketball shorts inside? Oh, yeah. He's like, well, man, if you're about to hoop, you can just let the pants slide right off. Genius. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, you're fucking smart as fuck. So, like, well, why didn't I come over? Yeah, that? so I'll go to the gym locker rooms. Yeah. P- pants slide right <laughs> off. I put it straight into my bag. I'm like, wow. I'm like, wow, this guy's this actually is, Yeah, great. this is smart. Yeah. Yeah. But people forgot that. People actually wore skinny jeans too. Yeah. You got to take the shoes off, anyways. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually a fucking idiot because <laughs> it didn't work. Because I still have to take my shoes off. That's funny. Okay, I got another one. Uh, if you could go back to school to study something purely out of interest, what oh, would you study? Good question. And ideally, it's like, I mean, so for the listeners that don't know, you studied engineering. Yeah. Ideally, the an- your answer here is it's like different. as far from engineering as possible. Different? Yeah. Okay. You know, like I, I studied marketing. Yeah. If I said accounting, it's like, okay. Okay. So for me, um, well, two things. The, the unrealistic one and the realistic one. Realistically, I feel like I might do an MBA or like a business okay. course at some point yeah. in the future. Yeah. Like just something I'm interested in. Yeah. But unrealistically, and I probably won't ever do it. It just fascinates me yeah. to do some kind of forensic science. Ooh. Yeah. So some CSI. Some CSI stuff, like okay. behavioral sciences, forensic sciences. Yeah. Yeah. That's something that also fascinates me, but it's, I feel like it's too extreme. I'm like, I'm not going to do anything with this at this point in my <laughs> what, life. What do you, what would you have to study in undergrad to like become a forensic scientist? I actually wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the answer. Like, it's, it's like, I don't know, fingerprints 101, you know? Like, what, what do you study? Yeah. Like, like human anatomy 101 yeah dead body 101 yeah yeah Yeah. cadaver 202 yeah like yeah like i don't know like like you probably have to study like psychology psychology maybe and then you do a master's in like criminology maybe yeah yeah Yeah. okay i mean yeah those are those are interesting answers but also not surprising to me yeah 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 yeah. yeah. it fits my personality yeah fits the mo Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 I got a piss. Okay, okay, yeah. For I got sure. a piss. This is going well, though. Yeah, it's good, right? Yeah.
yeah, so mine, I think if I do a realistic one, I'd also probably pursue an MBA. Okay. Uh, and then one that's like completely different is one of two things, either to go into music production mm. or uh, culinary. Mm. Something more artistic. Mm. I feel like with both of those things, I could be really good at it if yeah. I had like the formal training. Right. But now, you know, if I try to pick pick up cooking, pick up music production, it's like, who fucking knows? Yeah. You know? Yeah. The results could be zero to a hundred. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, so I feel like if I had formal training in either of, the, of those things, was exposed to what really good music is technically, what really good food is technically, and then being exposed to other chefs or other artists that are like good at their craft. Yeah. I feel like that's something I could do well in. So, and it's always been interesting to me too. Yeah. Would you ever consider like cooking classes? Yeah. They, they have them, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I, I just think having that formal training right, yeah. and then using that as like a springboard for your career, you know, to work in like a high-end restaurant or something. Yeah. There's only so many people that get in. Right? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I would say for me. Dude, like a high class, like sushi chef. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Like yeah. You work in like a fancy restaurant, you cook in front of people. Yeah. Wow. So for me, it's like, I, there's so much respect for me there. Like yeah. I know how to, when I eat it. Yeah. I know what good food tastes like. Yeah. But I don't know the entire behind the scenes process of how to get there. Yeah. So I feel like if I knew that, I'd have like a greater appreciation for it. And then it would just be sick to like cook for friends and cook for family too. You yeah. Know? At like a very high level. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm over every single day. If you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Until you get sick of me. If you want. Well, you until want. you get sick of the food, you know. Well, I mean, if you're saying you're going to be versatile, why the fuck not? Man? I'm going to be there every single day. All right, um, I guess one last question. One more yeah, question. Yeah, I'm done. So if you are willing to disclose to our listeners, what cheesy song do you have memorized from start to finish um, that you are not scared to tell us? Well, even if you're scared to tell us, you tell us anyways. <laughs> this one's easy for me. Uh, it's so sick by Neo. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and let me tell you a story, right? <laughs> oh shit. Here so, we go. So I'm in I'm in grade eight, right? Okay. This is like peak emo phase. Yeah. Right. So I'm I'm and this is the time that I'm just discovering R and B too. Yeah. So this is so sick is among one of my favorite songs. And at the time we have a, a talent show slash open mic at yeah. my school. Yeah. And you know. Being of that age and listening to a lot of these love songs, I feel like I'm in love with this girl in my class. Yeah. You know? It's like head over heels. Yeah. She's going to be my wife. Yeah. Like madly in love with her. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to go up there and sing this song and dedicate it to her. Wow. But, the, but you know, I, in true R&B sad song fashion, I didn't let her know that I was singing it for her. I just went up there and sang it. Wow. So I, so I did So Sick by Neo. On stage, thankfully with the backtrack, so it wasn't just my prepubescent voice mm. scarring everybody in the gym. Uh, but I, I got up there, just me, and I just sang it. Wow. Yeah, and I was just like, she doesn't know it, even to this day. I mean, she's probably not listening either, but I'm like, yo, this one's for you. What's her name? Her name is Juliana. Juliana. <laughs> Shout out Juliana. Shout out Juliana. Yeah, the, the one that got away the like, one. like 15 years <laughs> the ago. The one that got away in grade 8. <laughs> How many people were there when you when you sang? In the gym? In the gym. Like, gotta be at least 50, maybe pushing 100. Like, wow. it was a crowd. It was a crowd. Yeah. So, like, looking back, I mean, you know, 
as as funny or as cute as it may sound, I was like, yo, that was the most badass thing I've ever done in my life. That's amazing. You know what I'm saying? That's amazing. That's great, eight, man. So you're so you're actually willing to sing in front of us now? Yeah. I mean, you've also heard me sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Karaoke. Yeah, yeah. For sure. So, yeah, so sick easily. That's, one of my favorite songs of all time and I and I can go start to finish yeah, yeah. that's a that's a very very romantic song yeah too. but that's that's me you know certified yeah. lover boy there you go yeah, yeah. Drake named it after me yeah so. that's, that's amazing man <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the Joanne is one of the girls with the pregnant belly in yeah the, yeah, in yeah. The cover art. yeah 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 <laughs> uh, what about you <laughs> what about you <laughs> for me there's actually many like for me I'd I like to consider myself a lover over a fighter, you know? Yeah. So I'm a lover too. Yeah. For me, my favorite, favorite cheesy song ever is a song called This I Promise You by NSYNC. Oh, love that one. Banger. Yeah. Banger. You throw that on the radio, whatever mood I am in, I could be <laughs> doing my PR at the gym, bench press. I'm, I'm singing that yeah. song. I'm blasting that yeah. song, man. No particular story like you. Like, I didn't go up to sing it in front of, like, my crush or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just heard no, it one just, day. It's just a good song. Yeah. Yeah. I just heard it one day, and I'm like, I'm like, yo, such an underrated song because it's not, mm-hmm. it's not a JT song. You're right. Yeah. And it's not one of the big poppy in sync yeah. ones. Exactly. That they're known for. Yeah. 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 So... I'm like, I'm like, people don't really know that in NSYNC, it was a two-headed monster. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake and this guy named JC Chassis. Yeah. Like, yeah. He, he's, I don't know where he is now, but like, dude, like. He I, was, uh, he was like a judge on like America's Best Dance Crew was he? Was at he? some point. Do you remember, do you know that show? Um, Like, this is back in the day though. Like, yeah, maybe like 10, 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I might have heard of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was a judge in that it show? He was a judge on that show. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Yeah, anyway, so this I Promise You by NSYNC. Oh, love that one. Yeah. Okay, tease me with a couple of the others. So that's maybe like the slow R&B, you know, in your feelings kind of one. How about you have like a, you know, like a DMX something more like a hip hop or like a upbeat one. You know, it comes on and you're just like, I know all the the words to that one. No, I have, I I like the, I like more slower cheesy songs. Yeah. Over like. like, We have that in common. Yeah, I like slower cheesy songs. (laughs) Yeah. But I was talking more about like, uh, there's a song by Jack Johnson I really like. It's called "Do You Remember." Uh-huh. So this guy's talking about this girl that he locked his bike with when he was 18 years old, and they ended up getting married. I think. Wow. Jack Johnson, shout out Jack Johnson. Yeah. And then, you know Elton John. You know. Yeah. Can you feel the love tonight? Okay. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? We're setting a mood right now, there man. You go, baby. Yeah. There's two two <laughs> men sitting in my couch <laughs> talking about like some of the greatest love songs yeah, ever. There you go, buddy. Light up that candle over there. <laughs> 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 but yeah like, I, I just for me I, like I said I'm a lover yeah like Die a Happy Man Thomas Rhett yeah you know I really like that song too. yeah um, Slow yeah. Dancing in a Burning Room Slow Dancing in a Burning Room um, John Mayer yeah POV Ariana Grande Oof. oh don't get me started on her <laughs> don't get me started on her <laughs> POV Ariana Grande is a very romantic song oh yeah Oh, yeah. But such a really, really nice song. Yeah. You know what's a, a really good one that is underrated that is super sad by her? Uh, it's called Almost, Almost Is Never Enough. I, I really like the song with Nathan yeah. Sky. Yeah, Nathan's. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Yo, yeah, might as well I, be Nathan. O, I you blast know? that shit too, baby. Yeah. Oh, man. What a banger. <laughs> What'd you say? Might, have, <laughs> might as well be Nathan. O. Might as well. Uh, there you go. You heard it yeah, first. She's, she's singing to me Almost Is Never Enough. I'm sitting there, you know, crying. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, Nathan, it's your verse. I mean, yeah. you know. 
getting towards the end here. Uh, I don't want to end this without talking about Squid Game because I know game. you watched it. Yep. Yeah. I also finished it. I'm, I'm sure a lot of people, if that are listening, if they haven't finished it, they've at least started it because yeah. it's kind of all the craze right now. What were your thoughts? Spoiler alert, by the way. Yeah, hella spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler. Yeah, like if you're intending to watch <laughs> this show, <laughs> shut it off right now. Uh, what, what were my thoughts on just the entire show or... Actually, before we begin on that, yeah, maybe we'll plug the. I'll plug the uh, our Instagram page or, yeah. and our Spotify. Just yeah, before everybody leaves. Before everyone leaves. So, <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert! But you know what? If you guys liked it enough from the start of this episode to now, just follow us on Spotify at the Wise Guys Podcast and on Instagram at the Wise Guys Podcast. We promise to have more content for you guys. This we promise you. Yeah, you know this, what I'm saying? This I promise you by NSYNC. <laughs> there you go. All right, Squid Game. What, what were your thoughts? So, I mean, I thought it was a really good show. Yeah. Like, very well produced, amazing acting. Yeah. Like, great plot twist. Like, love the violence and stuff too. Yeah. Um, you know, it was really, it was pushed as like, this is like Netflix's biggest show. Right. So I think for me, the bar was probably unreasonably high. So after finishing it, and especially after seeing the ending, I was like, it's good, but it's not the best show that I've ever seen. Yeah. Um, and we can get into the ending like a little bit more, but you know, those were just kind of my initial thoughts. What about you? Same, same thing for me. Um, I feel like they peaked in that episode where they killed off my favorite character. Ah, okay. You know, spoiler alert, by the way. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. brutal. That was yeah. fucking brutal. Like I couldn't watch after that. That mm. was that was my one justice for Ali. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag justice for Ali. Baby. Yeah, I and I fucking hated that guy Sangwoo. Yeah, something. yeah, yeah. Anyways, and when they killed off the old man, also, mm. I was like, wow, I was fucking done because yeah. I actually really liked the old man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially after he pretended like he was having some sort of like dementia, Alzheimer's. To uh, what's his name? Um, to G G Hun G Hun yeah, and then on like kind of lost on purpose to him yeah, only to be pretended to be killed off yeah. So that fucked me up yeah. So I felt like if they ended it there, and then just kind of leave it as a cliffhanger for the next season, yeah. I would have been okay yeah. But then I feel like they added a little bit of like a lot more like fillers in the end yeah i agree i think like basically the entire last episode was just kind of like you peek behind the curtain too much and there's just too much information that either you don't really care about or you're like just save it for the next season yeah 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 it's kind of like you you know the end of episode eight basically ends the the squid game ends right right and then you kind of get a look into jihan's life right after winning right and then to me it's kind of like okay this is kind of dying down i don't know there's like, at this point, there's like 30, 40 minutes left in the episode. I'm like, what are you going to talk about? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it's like, okay, I mean, there's all this stuff that you find out. And it's just like, I mean, this isn't really necessary. And like, it, it kind of makes you want to watch the next season. But you're also like, I wish they wrapped that up a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like it was initially a lower budget, maybe a TV show. Because mm. remember the guy was like, the creator of this was like, took like however many years whatever to actually I heard sell about it to that somebody. yeah yeah I heard about that so maybe they didn't expect it to do, go as well mm. so they put in uh, like a like an ending and then added like more ending to cliffhanger it for the next season just cuz they had money for like a ninth episode and they're like okay what the fuck do we talk about exactly now? yeah and yeah they were budgeted right away uh, you know what we're going to give you four seasons yeah there you go here's a second season yeah but i felt like okay if it was 
Oh, a good cliffhanger would have been also when he was at the beach, and then the girl sold him the the flowers, and then he got the gold card that says Gambu. Yeah, yeah. And ended there. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You're Holy right. Shit, he's still alive because yeah. I was thinking that for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, you're right. There's no way he, they kill off the old man. So if they gave it the, like the Gambu card, yeah, I'm like he's still alive. Yeah. Then a lot of things would have been popping off in my mind. Like, yeah. I'm like, is this old man like? part of this whole thing yeah did they feel remorse for this old man like what happened you know and then you're seeing all these like squid game theory videos on like tiktok and on social media and then you're you know you're buying into it because you're like now the end of the story is not finished you don't know how it's gonna end right Right. but you more or less at the end of the ninth season it's it's kind of wrapped up right and it feels like okay the second one is probably still the second season is probably still gonna be good but it's it's gonna be a different tone yeah like i like for me like i think Hopefully, it'd still be good, second season. Yeah. But, like, I feel like the second season is going to be a lot more of Ji-hun trying to destroy this yeah. organization that has this. Yeah. But the main founder is dead. Like, the old man, right? Yeah. So, it becomes him against the brother of the, the cop, right? Yeah. In whole. It, it's it's good you bring that up, too, because I, one of the things I didn't like was the fact that they killed off the cop. For sure. I, I, I thought that was terrible. I thought episode two three four where you're seeing the cop uh blend in as one of the squid game i don't know like associates one of the staff i thought that was like one of the strongest plot points throughout the whole season right and following him because one of the things that i felt and you know tell me if you felt the same way is that in the middle most of the show most of the season i felt like i wasn't really rooting for anybody yeah i felt like i had strong feelings like against sangwoo Strong feelings against that gangster, yeah. like the thug guy, yeah. you know, and like Ali was like okay, Jihan was like okay, but I never really rooted for anybody except the cop. Yeah. And then when it got to the point where you know the cop found out about his brother yeah. and all that stuff, and then there's the, the the whole unmasking, it's like, it looked like they were gonna kill him off, but I was like, you know, I I really hope they don't, yeah, because he's kind of for me he was like the one guy I was really rooting for, and they killed him off in episode six or seven. Yeah. Right. It wasn't even at the end of the at the end of the show and then i was just like well fuck that's like my favorite character yeah i wish there was more there of like how and maybe it's a second season item mm. of how his brother ended up becoming the front man yeah i think i think it will be Hopefully. a second season yeah. thing yeah i just felt like that plot arc that story arc just died as soon as they killed him off yeah you know yeah it was uh like i feel like episode eight and nine was a little bit messy mm. um but Yo, you never know, man. Like, you know, he got shot, right? The Junho guy, the cop. Yeah. He may be still alive. He actually didn't end up... He just got shot in the shoulder, I think. Yeah. He fell in the water. Yeah, that's true. Comes yeah, yeah. back. You never, never know, yeah, you never know with these Korean shows, man. Yeah, yeah. you never know, right? They're, they're excellent with, like, the plot twists yeah. and the, yeah, the last second kind of... You don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But yeah. shout out Squid Game, though. It's really good. Uh, it, it is really good, yeah. I would recommend I mean, at this point, we've basically told yeah. everybody about the show for, like, the three people that are still listening. Yeah. But uh, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't started or, or you haven't finished it, get on that because, yeah, it's it's brilliant. Yeah, I think we should have recommended it in the beginning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, wait until next time until we ruin the next big Netflix show. Yeah, there yeah. you go. All right, I think we're out of time, bro. Yeah, something like that. Oh, it was always fun, man. It was a pleasure. I think we're back. Yeah, we're back. I think we're probably going to put out another one next month. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. There's lots of interesting topics still. There's a lot. Yeah, but this is The Wise Guys. Signing out. Signing off. Peace out.